You done with that? Done with what? Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I was supposed to be done with. Warning. This podcast contains topics and discussion that is not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the E&M Talk Podcast with Michael and Ellie, where we discuss everything ethical non-monogamy and have intimate conversations with real people from the E&M lifestyle. On this podcast, we'll talk about current events and topics that people who practice ethical non-monogamy can relate to. Our show is not about lifestyle gossip. In fact, the names have been changed to protect the not-so-innocent. Would you like to be a guest on our show? We want to hear your story. Okay, here we go. Episode number eight. Yes. (laughs) So we tried to do this about a month ago. Yes. And, uh, you know, we have so much content that we're cranking out over the course of the month. And and we promised, actually, we had people that requested this. And we promised that we would do this. And uh, we're finally, I think we're going to get to it. Right. (laughs) And for real this time. (laughs) And something keepable and publishable, because the last one was like, meh. Uh, I think we're too tired. Maybe. We're not tired this time. Nope. So what are we doing? We're going to talk about us. Yay. (laughs) My favorite topic. Oh, of course it is. (laughs) This is actually one of our favorite stories, though. It is one of our favorite stories. It's the story of our beginning. That is true. So we had it. I mean, we'd had it beautifully in the old podcast. And I mm-hmm. wish we could re- just recreate that, but it it just doesn't really work. <laughs> so we're going to try and get through this the best way we can. Yes, absolutely. And we're going to talk about how we accidentally fell into the lifestyle. <laughs> Stumbled into it. <laughs> uh, man, you got to go back. You've got to go back many, many years. Um Back in pre-2010 era, this is back when I very, very first picked up a camera. Yes. Uh, And it was, we did it because, so Ellie had, got diagnosed with cervical cancer. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you you got diagnosed with cervical cancer. I'm talking to you. Yes, I talking did. Talking to you, talking to them at the same time. You got diagnosed with cervical cancer. And um, back at that particular point in time, I there was a style of photography that I just really, it was my, it was kind of my porn. Right. Um, is the thing that kind of got me all hot and bothered and excited. And it's a little bit weird. <laughs> it's uh, it, it not that weird. <laughs> it doesn't seem so weird now, but um, it was, uh, I really used to love seeing photos of women in wet clothes. Right. Like, it's really fucking sexy. And if you go to my website, lovelinesphoto.com, if you go to my website and look at some of my portfolio, you'll see exactly what it is 
the kind of photography that I love. Right. Because you have a fair amount of it. Yeah, quite a bit of it. I've since branched out into other areas. Right. We'll have some to sift through there. But but it'll give you an idea of the kind of photography that I love and really, really loved back then. Right. Uh, Used to really get my motor running. Well, anyway, getting back to Ellie and your your cancer right. when you first saw your first doctor about cancer they they like told you you were going to lose all your hair uh, it was awful and you were going might not survive it probably wouldn't survive it or like literally it was, it was like, like ab- the worst case scenario all the way around right <laughs> fucking doctor was awful but anyway um you you came home and you were all upset and you know, right. we kind of sort of recovered from that and you decided that you wanted to get, you wanted me to take photos of you. Yes. I wanted you to have something to preserve us with and right. and me. and Right. And so you wanted to have, you wanted to be a part of my wet photo collection <laughs> that hadn't really even started yet. Other right. than just what I'd collected <laughs> online. And uh, so we went out to the swimming pool. Yep. Like it was after the kids had gone to bed or something. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly. We didn't have the kids that weekend or something. And, um, and you went in there in all your clothes and it was really sexy. (laughs) I, I took pictures with my one megapixel point and shoot camera. Right. (laughs) One megapixel. That seems so long ago. (laughs) Right. Anyway, uh, and then I took the CD out of it and put it in because that was the kind of truck camera that it was. It had a little mini CD. Right. Oh, my God. I remember that camera. Uh, anyway. We, and We even had it till not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> I think it actually finally quit working. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we are all over the place. So anyway, we, um, we downloaded those photos into the computer, really loved them, and you were like, you could share them in that forum if you want to. Because it was a website that I went to where all of us wet look aficionados, wink, wink, air quotes, um, went to <laughs> went to share our photos and to look in and you know see what other people had posted and found on the internet and things like that. Right. And so we posted them. And you got a lot of really, really great feedback out I of did. it. Um People thought you were really sexy and really loved your look and really loved the photos. And we decided to do it again. Yes, we did. With our little point and shoot, shoot camera. camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after getting the second one, we were in all the feedback we got from that. I think we were hooked. Yes. And so we went out and we got a real camera. Yes, we and did. And there was where my photography journey began. <laughs> and there it started. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking... Uh, 2005 or six, 2006, I think. Uh, yeah. Cause it was just coming up on two. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, we, and, and that was when I learned that just buying a camera, getting a good camera, <laughs> uh, it doesn't necessarily make you a great photographer. <laughs> I had a big, huge learning curve. But that was where our love of photography was born. That was where I honestly feel like that was where the lifestyle started for us because because we started to crave that feedback that other people think you're sexy thing. Right. And I and I found that that really turned me on. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know, that's really (laughs) where it started. Like I was kind of getting programmed for what would come later on down the road. Right. 
Anyway, I told you all that story to tell you the next story because it's important to the it is important whole story. <laughs> On this website, it was a it was the old style discussion board at PPB PPHB. I don't remember what the hell they're called now anymore. But anyway, it was a bulletin board type of a message board kind of a website. It doesn't exist anymore. It's it's gone. Right. And um, somebody had posted a comment thread on there about hedonism. Right. And they had shared, they'd shared, I think, a wet look video or a picture or something something from from hedonism. And I'm like, what is hedonism? And so somebody had said, you know, it's kind of a cool place. You can go and, you know, it's clothing optional in places. And like literally you can go get in the hot tub and the couple next to you will be having sex in the hot tub while you're sitting right next to them. And I was like, that's cool. I need to check this out. So I went and looked up the website. Really super cool place. And um, and I was like, I was like, Ellie, you got to come check this out. <laughs> yeah, I looked over her shoulder and I was like. She looked over my shoulder and she said. If that's what you need, you don't need me. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to shut this down. <laughs> Clearly, that wasn't going to be for Ellie. Now, for me, I, to, to, to be honest, I mean, we all know, we all know that hedonism is a swingers resort. Right. Okay. And I'm guessing that when you looked at what I was looking at, that's what you saw. Probably. I was looking at it from the point of view of if you wanted to get in the hot tub with all your clothes on, nobody was going to look at you weird. (laughs) Or if we just wanted to get in the hot tub with no clothes on, that wasn't weird. But more importantly than that, we could be in the hot tub or the swimming pool or just walking around and there might be somebody just having sex out in the open like live porn. Which, I mean, you know, I mean, even in my prudish ways back then, that could have been kind of cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I fast forward uh, years. It was yep. three, four years. For and, sure. And um, I had a uh, long story. In another life, I was, you know, while I was also a photographer, I was a truck driver. Right. And got into an accident. It wasn't my fault. Somebody rear-ended me. But basically, it was an injury-related accident, and um, because I was injured, because I was in an accident, I ended up losing my job, and it made it really, really tough for me to get another Another job. job. Yeah. There was just enough going on with my driving record then, you know, that it was just like, it was just, just getting a job was not really... And getting the kind of job that you wanted, local, and not going back over the road and stuff like that. So, I spent... A couple of years, a year and a half or so unemployed. And uh, a buddy of mine, who is also a photographer, <laughs> calls me up. Is coming up into October and calls me up and he says, uh, he says, uh, hey, Michael, he says, I, I know you're kind of, you guys are kind of like strapped for money right now. And he says, I've got an opportunity for you if you're interested. And I was like, well, what is it? <laughs> He's like, well, I'm, I'm shooting uh, photos at a Halloween party. Like, and, oh. and he says, there's going to be, it's one of the bigger Halloween parties in town. And he said that, uh, you know, we could, you, we could walk out of there with a pretty substantial amount of money. We'll split it right down the middle. And, um, you know, we, we could easily each walk away with, you know, a thousand dollars, not unreasonable, right. maybe more. He says, I, I can do the photography part. He says, I really could use your lights. And if you could run the computer because you're really, you know, familiar with Lightroom and, 
and all of that. He said, we, we could make a great team. And I said, I'm in, how do we do, what, what do we, how do we do this? Let's set it up. And he goes, <laughs> well, there's just one catch. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, what, what's the, what's the catch? And he says, it's a club sesso. And I said, what's club sesso? I've never heard of club sesso. He goes, well, technically it's a swingers club. <laughs> and right away I heard in the back of my head, if that's what you need, you don't need me. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I don't think Ellie's going to go for that. <laughs> and he was like, well, but you're not going there to play. You're going there to work. They got rules. They're not allowed to touch you without you asking first. No means no. Go check out the website. It's a really classy place. The people are really cool. Go check it out. Talk to Ellie and let me know. Yeah. And so I did. I, I talked to Ellie. And, yeah. and of course, she was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, good. We'll um, we'll be fine. And I and I told her, I was like, like this is you got to look at this from the right perspective. I mean, a thousand dollars, like at a time of the year when, like, we're coming into Christmas, we're strapped for money, and uh, we don't know, you know, where, where Christmas is going where to Christmas come from. is going to be coming from. Like, we're barely making our bills. We really weren't making our bills. Not very well. And so she was like, okay. All right. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going without you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? No, 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 no. You can just go. I'll stay home. It's I fine. was not going to spend the rest of my life <laughs> dealing with her having doubts of what it was I did the night I went to a swingers club. He's a smart man. <laughs> so I convinced her to go. Well, it's a Halloween party. Yes, it was. So we needed to have Halloween costumes. Oh, yes, we did. And fortunately, it was less than a week before Halloween. <sighs> yes, it was. And we're not like skinny people. No. And so <laughs> we went down to the one costume place that was in town, the Halloween where store. Where we lived, yeah. It was where we lived. and. We looked through some Everything. very picked over racks of Halloween costumes. And of course, we wanted to go matching. because Of course, everybody needed to know that we were together. Right. <laughs> and so we, um, we, we finally, we really was finding a costume that fit me. Yes. Because uh, I'm not a tiny boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I found a cost. I found a, a convict costume. Right, and, and it like, fit. And it fit. Good. And we're like, yes. Except the cop, the biggest cop costume that they had for a woman. Yeah. Wouldn't fit around your boobs. Nope, not even close. Like the button kept popping open. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Is it you know, it's a we're sexy going, place. We're going to a sexy place. <laughs> Why can't you just like put on a pretty broadware underneath of it and you're good. You're going to be covered. It does. It's okay. And I realized in this moment. <laughs> I actually, have... I didn't realize it in that moment. No. I realized it since then <laughs> that part of the draw for Ellie was she gets to go shopping. Yes. More importantly... She drug me out shopping. Yes, I did. And I was excited about what it was you were going to wear. (laughs) 
uh, yes, I'm you on were. to you. I, yes. I, I figured this out. And, and we actually had to go bra shopping because at the time I was very much a um, fat, frumpy, white housewife. Oh, you're not fat. <laughs> Stop. Well, that's how I felt. And uh, you were you have always been sexy, <laughs> even when you were at your biggest. You were always you were always curvy and sexy and voluptuous. <laughs> well, I wore frumpy. There was a lot of voluptuous hanging out of the top of her costume. A lot. Anyway, we went and we got a pretty bra pretty to wear bra. underneath it. And she looked good, <laughs> like really good. And uh, anyway, we got our stuff together and we got everything ready to go. And we headed on down there and, and you know, going, getting ready to go to this swingers club. We had kind of conjured up some images in our head of what it was going to be like. Like, it's like everything that you could possibly imagine. <laughs> like, are we going to stick to the floor? Uh, right. Are, are, are the people there, the people there are going to be gross and creepy. Right. And, and, then, and then it was like, are they going to like separate us? Or is there like some initiation we have to go through? <laughs> like, they're going to drag us off to rooms and have sex with us? And now we wish they would. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we wish we but missed that initiation we did shit. miss that uh, that's part. that's some bullshit i need to <laughs> we, we i need to file a complaint right anyway uh they did none of those it was things. none of those things the people were so cool and we didn't stick to the floors it was we very did not very stick to the floor very very clean classy place it was very uh upscale really nice club right um but just really we were just immediately taken with the people and there are people there of all ages all shapes all sizes all and they were all just genuinely happy right and and not like in a creepy grab you by the arm and drag you off to a room way but just generally just friendly and happy and and they were you know normal right like just us. just like everybody <laughs> just like anybody you know yeah uh some of them are probably people you know anyway we got everything all set up and everything, got our tour of the place and, you know, everything was super cool. And, and then it was time to go put the costume on. Right. And with that, we're going to take a break. <laughs> I'm pretty good at the dramatic. <laughs> and now it's time for a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Hey! Whose boobs are those? What are you doing over here? Uh, I'm just over here getting my profile filled out on SAF Social. And what is SAF Social? SAF Social is a new social network for lifestyle people. It's super cool. It works a lot like Facebook as far as posts and feeds and pages and stuff. And people can share sexy photos on a site that is hidden from prying eyes. Mm, like that. And that looks sexy and fun. Can anyone join? I mean, can I make my own profile? Yeah. And the best part is it's totally free. Just go to safsocial.com and register. I can't wait to see your new sexy profile. Oh, and be sure to follow the ENM magazine page while you're there. Uh, I'm going to go register right now. <gasps> 
Mm, okay, we're back. <laughs> Got our drinks. Yes, indeed. Sip a little iced coffee. Uh, spiked iced coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when we left you, we were getting ready to go get our costumes on. Yes. I had my computer all set up in the corner, and we are getting ready to go. And, oh, we didn't tell everybody what you were doing. Oh. So, so Ellie was going to be working the line. Yes. Like, so people were going to be checking in with her. and I was taking names and money. And, and handing out, because we were printing photos back right. then. So she was handing out printed copies of the photos. And, yeah. It was, there was many things. We did not know doing. the chaos that you were about to, <laughs> in, to endure. Nope. All, all of us. I mean, my buddy did. He'd done a Halloween party before. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was craziness. But anyway, uh, we went and got our costumes on. Yes. And you were walking back from the bathroom looking sexy as hell. (laughs) And apparently I wasn't the only one who thought so because there was a short little snow white that was blonde. The blondest. Gotta overlook the blonde. Anyway, she's cute blonde. (laughs) Sexy snow white. Walks up to her and says, oh, my God, this is why I can't work here, and buries her face in Ellie's boobs. Yes, she did. And it was my very first motorboat. (laughs) Anyway, Ellie's kind of sitting there with a look on her face like, oh, my God, this is happening. And but, you know, the thing about it was, was it was just like it was so like non-threatening. And it was just so it was just fun and friendly and it wasn't like she was trying to do anything with no, you, other than motorboating. Your other boobs. than motorboating, that was and it. And they were very motorboatable. I mean, honestly, the costume was kind of, it kind of said motorboat me. It, it did. So. To be fair, it but, did. But that was the first interaction that we had with somebody. Right. That they actually didn't like go through any of the hey can i motorboat your boobs or <laughs> the consent or any of that kind of stuff but i think it was really a good lesson for us because sometimes i mean i'm always a big advocate of consent Cons- absolutely like you always ask permission but sometimes you just it things it's the in the moment sometimes things just happen in the moment and that was one of those things that happened in the moment i mean if a guy were to reach up under your skirt without asking Totally different story. Right. But this was just cute and fun and not a big deal. Not a big deal. And even in our vanilla ways, it was not a big deal. Not a big deal. But when she found out we were vanilla. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was a little mortified. (laughs) She was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) This is why I can't work here. (laughs) So anyway, we... um, So then I got started. And it was chaos. We started at like, well, we started setting up, I think it was like at about six or seven at night. The party started at eight. And literally it was chaos. Until like three. Until like three in the morning. And it was, well, there was you could down. not see the end of the line. Not once. We were snapping photos as fast as we could. Uh, getting them into the computer as fast as we could and printing them as fast as this ridiculously slow photo printer would print. (laughs) Literally, there were people within an hour, we were easily an hour behind. Yeah. Two hours. We were, you know. I was telling people to come back later in the evening. Come back before you leave. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, but people were really cool, and they were Super really cool. yep. They were just like, yep, we're having a good time. We just want to make sure we have photos of these really cool costumes that we spent all this time and energy on. Right. But the fun thing about it was, I'm sitting back in the corner. <laughs> Going working away on my computer, and every now and then I'd glance up at Ellie, who was standing at the door to the room we were in, dealing with people, and she's smiling and laughing and and all this stuff. And every time I turned around, somebody had a hold of her boobs, <laughs> like it just was a thing. They and, were so fondled, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, this is this. I am in so much trouble." Uh, but she's laughing and smiling, so that's a good thing. And then later on that evening, it had to have been somewhere around midnight, one o'clock in the morning, something like that. Because at that particular point in time, you were answering people's questions, taking people's orders, yes, and delivering people photos that were coming back and checking. Like you were right. literally a multitasking queen. I don't know if queen would be the right word. It was more like <laughs> drowning. <laughs> But you were doing it, yes. and there was this guy that was standing in front of you, and uh, I don't know what the conversation. I couldn't hear the conversation, couldn't read his lips, but all I knew was he was talking to you, and you were like nodding your head, like uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Apparently, I think maybe one of the things that he said to you was, "Can I kiss you?" It, to be fair, I, I could barely hear myself. The it's, music was it's pretty all loud, very loud, very very loud. <laughs> Anyway, I look as I'm sitting there watching this dude just lays a big old huge kiss on you. Yes. And it was like not like a sister kiss. No. This was like a real live I'm going to give you an orgasm by the end of the night kiss. It was that kind of kiss. <laughs> and I'm just like immediately hit with a whoa moment. <laughs> like why am I not jealous? Like, I, I, first thought that went through my head is, I am in so much trouble. <laughs> the second thought that went through my head, like, right after that is, I'm oddly turned on by this. <laughs> this is fucking weird. <laughs> and I looked over at him going, oh, my God. <laughs> and then she went on about her business, and I went on about mine. And went on through the rest of the evening until about 3 o'clock in the morning when everything kind of, like, like... Literally, it went from lying as far as you could see to nothing. Yeah. Within about 15 minutes. Right. And... Uh, we actually breathed. We actually took a moment to breathe. And she came in and I was like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm having a great I'm time. I'm having a great time. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, good. I was like... Did that dude ask if he could kiss you? I was like, I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> Just like, and you agreed to this? Like, the, the, who are you and what have you done with my wife? Because this is the same person that said, If that's what you need, you don't need me. And yet here you are. Now you're kissing this dude and I'm, and I'm, I don't know how to process this. I, I don't know. I didn't what, know how to process I don't it know either. what this means. And so we went on. The, we went on through the night. I think we took a few more photos. We, we worked really, really late. Oh like my gosh! The club closes that night at, at six at, in the morning. Well, back then it did. It yeah. doesn't anymore. Well, no, but, no. But uh, back then it was like it was an all night bash, and right. people would literally be 
fucking until you kicked them out of the beds. <laughs> right. It's crazy. But anyway, we wrapped up at about, I want to say we wrapped up at about 4.30. Right. And then we packed everything all up. And, and we're like, you know what? We are never going to be in this club ever again. Right. So I want to go check it out. Like we're here. We have the opportunity to go check it out. We're going to go explore. I'm like, all right. So we, I had already known where I was going because remember, we got a tour earlier. <laughs> and uh, we went down to this floor. We went down to a, went down to the, I think it was a second floor. That's a third floor. The floors are kind of weird and wonky. But anyway, um, there was this room. It was a great big room. And there were beds all the way around it. And nothing between the beds except a very, very, very sheer curtain. Right. Like you could literally lay in your bed and watch what was going on in the next bed through the curtain. Right. Like, curtains are merely a suggestion of privacy. Right. And so uh, so I'm like, I want to do this. <laughs> and she's like, no. And I'm uh-uh. like, I want to do this. And so we went in and I drug her over to a bed and she goes, all right. I'll just give you a blowjob. Yes. And I'm like, I don't care. I've been like pent up all night. All this sexual energy that's going on in the photo booth. <laughs> My wife getting groped and fondled and kissed. I'm like so fired up. I need something. <laughs> Release was necessary. <laughs> and so as we're getting, as I'm laying down on the bed, the attendant comes over and she goes, you know, we're closing in 15 minutes. <laughs> And I'm like, that's okay, honey. It is not going to take that long. <laughs> I was not going to get naked. No. Um, I was, no, 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 not going to get naked. So I took the, my little cop hat off because, uh-huh. you know, it was in the way. And I gave you the quickest blowjob I think I have ever given It could have been the world's worst blowjob and it was going to be quick just to be, you know, to be fair. Probably, probably. (laughs) But to be fair, it wasn't horrible. No, they're never horrible. (laughs) But yes, I gave you the quickest blowjob I think I've ever given, ever. Mm -hmm. And uh, you were quite happy. Yeah. I learned two things that night (laughs) about myself that I did not know. Um, I learned... One, I love to watch my wife get attention from other men. <laughs> I should be jealous, especially considering somebody who's been cheated on many times in his life. I should have been jealous. But you weren't. But I wasn't jealous. I didn't feel threatened at all. It was just fun. It was, But it was exciting to see other men found my wife attractive. Yeah. It excited me. And I think, like I say, this is the part where I think that that previous experience with the photos and, you know, like I was already kind of starting to groom myself for that without even realizing Right, it was it. Not, not a planned thing. That experience helped me in this experience, which then helped me in future, you know, experiences. future experiences, that kind of a thing. But anyway, um, as we're walking out the door, <laughs> uh, one of the people that was kind of our um, handler, I guess. Yeah. For lack of a better, I don't know what their term, what their, what their official title is. They're part of the committee that puts on this party, and, right? And so they were, you know, responsible for you know acquiring outside help, that right. kind of a thing, which is what we were considered. We weren't members of the club at that right. point. Um, let us know. She goes. By the way, uh, she goes. Did you guys have a good night? And we're like, oh yeah, we had a great night. We we we, we did well. I mean, mm-hmm. we walked out. Of, I don't think we made quite as much money as we thought we were going to, but. 
We did okay. We did plenty fine. It was really the printer that prevented us from making more money. Right. But um, anyway, she's like, well, just to let you know, you guys have both earned credits tonight because we have, in order for you to be here in a working capacity, you we have to give you credits. Right. Like as if you were a volunteer. Right. And we're like, oh, we didn't know that. Well, it turns out this is a special party, so we're earning double credits. When we walked out of there, we had loads of Monopoly money. Right. So much, so much Monopoly money. So, and it was like, and it was like, um, it was like a use it or lose it kind of a thing. It's like you're, you can't cash it out. You can't collect it, you know, exchange it for real money. Right. It was, we're giving, we're extending this credit to you to use for whatever you want. You use it to buy your membership. You can use it to buy drinks. You can use it to pay for door fees. Right. Whatever you'd like. Whatever you want to do with it. Inside the building. Right. And so we decided, I was actually getting ready to leave for Arizona that night. And we decided that when I got back, that we were... real close to your birthday. Uh-huh. Yep. And we decided we were going to go have a night at the club. Right. And pay for a membership. And we just decided we got all this money. We're just going to use it until it's gone. And then we won't go anymore. And we'll be done. And we've been hooked ever since. <laughs> Yep, we have we have not been done yet. <laughs> uh, we got a little bit more time, so we'll, we'll let's talk about that first time around. Hmm. Yes. So you had your your one model who liked to break all your. Well, no, no, no. You're getting way ahead of me. Oh, sorry. You're way, 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 way. Far I'm ahead way of me. too far ahead. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you don't drive. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Why I don't drive? Like, like literally, we would already arrive. We like we started and we arrived at the destination. End of story. It's like no, 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 no. There's a whole journey in between. <laughs> you gotta tell the whole story. The whole story. So when we got back, when I got back, we went yes. out to dinner because we didn't realize that dinner was always included with the Dorfy. Right. And then we went to the club. And it was really, really interesting because everybody was so friendly with us in the photo booth. Like everybody knew who we were. Right. And then when we came back, it was a, I think it was like a Wednesday or a Thursday night. Right, I think so. And that was when we learned that big parties are different than normal. (laughs) And and normal is different than Wednesdays and Thursdays. (laughs) Right. Like literally, Wednesdays and Thursdays are kind of like the cheers at the sex club. Like literally everybody knows everybody. Right. And nobody knew us. Right. We were not known quantities. <laughs> we wandered around that club and nobody paid any attention to us at all. And we're like, wow, this is different. Like nobody wanted to kiss you. Right. Nobody offered to grab your boobs. No. Nobody like it was. I, I, and for me, what I was hoping was maybe I was going to get some of that. Right. And yeah. That was. Yeah. That doesn't happen. So did every other swinging dick in the club. Yeah. I had no clue what I was doing at that point. No. And I only kind of know what I'm doing now. Anyway, we went into a room. We decided we were going to go into a room. The one thing we found was that that night we found we could have loud sex. Like we could be as loud as we wanted to because the kids couldn't hear us. Nope. And so, um, and, and I was like all excited because I was like, that was the other thing I learned about myself was I love being watched. I love having sex in the open. 
And so we go in there and Ellie goes over there and closes the curtain. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> She's like, I'm closing the curtain. I'm like, no, that what do you, we might as well have sex at home. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. Curtains can be open, but door could had to be shut because right. I didn't want some strange person right. coming in. <laughs> right, and we were not there yet. No, no, and so we had got to have sex in a room. There were people that were watching in the window, and I'm like, "That's right." Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and then a few minutes later, we left the room. <laughs> no. It, yeah. No. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so then we went home and I had a photo shoot coming up that next weekend. Yes. And that was when we were shooting the model that breaks all my rules. Yes. Um, and that was a, it was fun because we, we had gone, I think we went, I think we went like, I think I got back on like a Thursday. Thursday rings out in my head. I feel like it. And I feel like we went on Thursday and then we went again on Friday and then we went again on Saturday. Like we'd gone a couple of times. Right. And then we were going to go back the next weekend, except we had a photo shoot. Right. And so we're at that particular time when I had a photo shoot, I like to bring in extra people. Right. Like I had a, I had a photographer that was kind of working underneath of me, kind of, um, um, I don't know, interning. What we, apprenticing. Uh, apprenticing. She was basically using my lights in my studio. Right. And I was kind of showing her how to use them because she was inexperienced with using studio lighting. And, um, so she was there and I had another one of my models was there just like to have, I like to have people around. Really. It was for integrity. Right. Right. And we, um, we were, um, showing everything was above board. There, um, yeah. Nothing bad can be happening if you have a ton of people around. And I really started that because of this model that breaks all my rules. Right. Like I need to make sure I have plenty of people around because... I need people and, to know that. And I, have... you know what? Even then, I adored the attention that she gave me. Uh, I know. Like I, <laughs> it, it, it just was fun. It was she was a it was a fun person to hang out with. Right. Um. And it was and it was always fun when there were other people around too. Right. So, and there was never anything that was going to happen anyways. So no. it you know just was just yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're sitting around. She's getting ready. They're doing makeup, or you're doing her makeup and doing her hair or something. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what shoot it was or whatever. But, I don't either. Um, we were talking about the club because here it is. It's like it's like a new toy for us. Like right. we're super excited about it, and we're talking about it. ah, we went to this place. It's super cool and and all that. And and she's like, oh, you're talking about Club Sesso, right? And we're like. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, we are. And uh, and she's like, oh, my boyfriend and I have been wanting to go there forever. And I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking about all the money we have in our account. And I'm like, you, you want to go? I'm, we can take you if can, you'd like. We can take you. We can get you in. And in my mind, in my mind, I'm thinking, we're going to get you in the door. And then you and your boyfriend are going to go do your thing. Go do your whatever stuff, they would like and we're gonna go do have sex thing. in a room because that's what we do we don't have <laughs> sex with them. we're not even entertaining having sex with other people at this <laughs> right point. uh and she's like cool so we set it up that we were gonna go a couple of weeks later yeah it was it ended up being a fairly lengthy it amount was like, of time it was like two or three weeks yeah. something like that and uh in the course of conversation in the week after that somehow or another i came to realize that for her <laughs> it was a date <laughs> and i was like uh 
now normally I would say, uh, no, this isn't a date. But Ellie and I had been going to the club still. Like we right. went that weekend after the photo shoot and all that kind of stuff. We had gone and we had started to meet people and we had started to talk to people. Right. And I think that in the course of talking with people, we came to re- we we started to question: Could we do this? Like, right. is this, like these people are doing it, and they seem to be pretty okay and pretty well adjusted. And, and right, you know, they're the, still married. They're still married. And one of the common things that everybody said was: the people that do the best are the ones that come into this that don't have any issues. Like they have everything all together, and they have all their shit worked out. They're not doing it to fix something. Right. And so. We we were kind of dancing around the fantasy right. of maybe us possibly playing with another couple or and, something or something like that. Something, yeah. Something. We didn't know what it would be. Like maybe it might just be same room or it might be... It, we, it, it, at this point, it had was nothing more than fantasy talk. Right. But then when she thought it was a date, I'm like... Here's an opportunity. Right. And so we started talking and about we that. Did. And it didn't hurt that her boyfriend was cute. He was. So uh so we decided, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this. Right. Like a week before. We're gonna do this. We're, we're gonna do it. <laughs> and uh we're gonna have sex with other people. <laughs> so so literally, literally, we stumbled into this. We like did. We weren't looking for the lifestyle. No. In fact, I had pretty good knowledge that that was not really an option because... (laughs) If that's what you need, you don't need me. And so, but going there and being exposed to the environment, being exposed to the people, literally with some of them, and... um, (laughs) Just seeing how generally cool and down to earth and friendly and they really were our people. Like yes. just friendly, flirty people. I was a friend. I've always been a friendly, flirty guy. Exactly. And so we just, we literally, that was in that moment that we realized we'd found our people. Yes. So when we say we stumbled into <laughs> the lifestyle. We really mean it. That's what we mean. <laughs> so, uh Man, there's so much more to cover. So much more. That first experience. I don't know if I want to go into detail on that first experience, but mm. um, but but there's been so many things along the way that have been stepping stones to get us to where we are now. Right. And we're gonna be covering a topic uh, here in a couple of weeks that is much more is 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 much advanced from that point. Yes. And so, I don't know, we might have to do a part two to this. <laughs> um, just, yeah, because there's just a lot of time in between of of growth and experience and that sort of thing. Right. So, but we are out of time. We are. That's, yeah, yeah, we're out of time. <laughs> we're, 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 yeah, we're, yeah. My engineer's over there going, whoa. Well, in that case, it's time for more love from the loves. Bye, everybody.
Thank you for listening to the ENM Talk Podcast Show with Michael and Ellie. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and comment on our show in whatever platform you're using. You can leave us a voice message by visiting our podcast at anchor.fm forward slash ENM Talk Podcast or by calling us at 360-524-3523. Until next time, we hope your adventures always have happy endings. (laughs) 